Welcome to Much More Much Here with Pup Duffy and Kara Lane, an Aunt Imagination production. Guys, I am here with actor, producer, writer, and mama. I stalked you on Instagram a little bit. Uh, <laughs> Sarah Jorge Leon, we're going to be talking about the award-winning, is it Candela or Candela? Candela, fire. <laughs> also, the, uh, the name of the incredible performer in the film as well, but we'll get into that. Uh, it's out on digital now. It came out October 10th, and you played a part of Sarah Peña Blanca. She's conflicted, okay? <laughs> this Very film, much. <laughs> this film is wild, straight out the gate, wild. I mean, there's sex, drugs, rock and roll, drag queens, uh, violence. I don't want to. I don't want to spoil anything, but there's violence. And uh, your character, Sarah, she's. I feel like she's acting out because she's being forced into something that she really doesn't want to do. Oh, and I forgot the hurricane. Okay, <laughs> we mm-hmm. forgot. Yeah, everything going on. And I think there's something really relatable about uh, Sarah's predicament uh, where we're just, gosh, we're forced to do things for family or for business or, you know, whatever it might be. And uh, your character just, she kind of acts out against or rebels against it in very unhealthy ways. Let's just say. Yes. How did you uh, how did you come to the film? Well, um, I met Andres to through a friend um, that's also a producer, and she told me I I read this wonderful script and I think you'd be great for this part, and so she sent it to me the script and I was I fell in love with the story and and I and I asked her if she could put me in contact with Andres so I could um, ask for an audition, so. Um, we met at a supermarket. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why that came to be, but that's where we met. We had coffee there, and then um, auditioning for Andres is very interesting and and fun. And I and I think I, I wish there were more experiences like that because um, it it was not the typical like you go to a room and then you audition and that's it. For him, is more like work sessions from the get-go. So um, he'll film those work, work sessions, and, and we did a couple. We did, well, we did like four or five um, throughout a span of maybe a year. Um, and then at the end, then he said, yes, Sera is yours. So that's how I came to the film. <laughs> Crazy. So over the course of a year... You're not necessarily locked in, like you could still do other work. No, 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 no. You're not locked in at all. And that's part of the conversation. He He's super open about, look, until the end, I'm not going to know because I need to put all these pieces together. And even if you're great at it, if there's someone that I need that then doesn't, you know, match with, like he's, he's trying to put the puzzle together. So you're kind of doing this because you're passionate about the project until the end and then at the end it might be a yes or a no but it doesn't matter I mean you still learn a lot through the process of you just auditioning with him and he's doing this he's doing this with uh Richardson and he's doing it with the the person who plays Ayla. I, I believe so I think that that's how how it is because I I had the fortune of actually I just finished shooting um a film two two months ago it's and there's a second film melodrama and the process was the same so i'm thinking that that's how the process is <laughs> that must be his technique <laughs> that's his yeah that's his way of doing it but how crazy that your producer friend was like 
Sarah Pena Blanca is perfect for you. I mean, <laughs> that says a lot about me, which I should be scared about, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I, she just, she, she, I mean, I did gravitate towards the role immediately after I read the story, not because necessarily I felt that I could see myself 100% in her, but I felt that in its core themes, we could all, we can all identify with like what it feels like to feel isolated, to feel trapped, as you said, to feel that someone's kind of putting you in a corner and not letting you really express yourself authentically and freely. So those themes were very call my attention and 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 interest me so i i don't know if that's why i'm hoping that's why she thought that it'd be perfect for me but yeah right she's not like i know i know you snort cocaine and you do right? interpret <laughs> to bust out the dance moves in the in the living room <laughs> but no i think that's kind of cool though because i think it's a it's a reflection of your talent and your 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 friend's recognition of your potential, I guess, to take on something like that, because that, it seems like it would be very daunting. Like, how do I, I mean, the character, she's sexy, she's wild, she's dangerous, or, you know, she takes dangerous uh, action. To try to put yourself in that mindset is like, I would be fighting the script, like, I can't, why would she do that? That's an alley, why? <laughs> yeah. Yes. But, um, you know, it, it's interesting that you say that because I feel that, yes, that's definitely like, I, I feel like, especially at the beginning, and, and I think it happens to me every time I get the fortune of doing a project, that I'm always like terrified at the beginning. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so how am I going to start this? But um, once you start, it becomes kind of an oasis of, of, exploring things about about yourself or questions that you have or or about humanity about the human condition that that in 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 real life you might never get to do so it's a very liberating experience as well even though it is scary because it lets you tap into maybe things that otherwise you would never get a chance to do right absolutely and i think you're you're completely on on track there because like you might wonder about that, you know, that type of behavior or that, you know, action. Wouldn't you can't, you shouldn't, you know, you do it in real life. <laughs> exactly. You shouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's, you know, and not to be weird, but like there's scenes in the film where, you know, you kind of go, ooh, like, oh, this is this is thrilling. This is oh. But it's like, no. <laughs> I can't. We're living vicariously through the character, you know, uh, until it all goes you know, horribly wrong and so, you know goes south. But stupidest, stupidest question, probably. No, uh, no stupid questions. No. <laughs> wait till I say it. No, but the drink that she has. Mm -hmm. wh what did you? I, is that Worcestershire sauce? <laughs> yes. Is it a blend? Yes. yes. Oh, okay. That, I, was, I mean, to to fake some kind of liquor that she was supposedly was like something with um licorice flavor but it really wasn't so they used okay. that yes i'm sure it tasted awful <laughs> you know it, it tasted like nothing i don't know if, if it was too diluted for it to like you know 
but it, it really didn't taste a, a, like anything. Same as with the um, Coke scenes, it was like um, this powdered B12 vitamin that you can actually like snort and it's not bad for you or anything. So like none of the things were really like that, um, you know, off-putting or whatever. The reality wasn't there. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine, but like you mentioned the Coke snorting and the B12 powder. Let's clarify, B12 powder. But like, this is still... Is this going to mess me up? I mean, B12 is going to give you energy for the rest of the day. <laughs> it's supposed to be very good for you. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I there's a level of like, you know, if you're going to jump, you jump, right? You trust. You trust the the people that are doing this, that are taking care of you. And, and I think that's part of the beauty of making films or, or art in general, because theater, I, I feel, also demands that, um, that, that you wholeheartedly say yes you know to that world that you're creating for that period of time and and believe in it and and trust that everyone around you has your back and and that you have other people's back beautiful collaborative process that way and i don't i don't know that a lot of people realize and I, you can tell me if this was not the case on your, on your set but a lot of times when there's subject matter like this uh you know there's intimacy there's people that like it's their job to make sure that no one gets hurt or not offended, but nobody feels uncomfortable and nobody feel gets hurt, like, you know, doing the stunts or doing the, the intimacy. So they're really like looking out for just hundred percent always. And there's always a conversation, especially with um, scenes like that, of that nature, like there's always conversations prior to that day where things are very clear about what it is that you're going to do, what you're comfortable doing, what has to be changed in order to, for you to feel comfortable doing it. Um, that doesn't obviously compromise the integrity of the project, but um, everything's very clear before you step into especially scenes like that, so that everyone knows um, what the role is, what what their what their responsibility is, and no one's kind of guessing, you know. Right. right, and boundaries as well. It's like as far as I'm, you know, I can go. This is what I'm willing to show, you know, kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Yes. Did you guys have like a big premiere in New York? We, we we had a, the film at the New York Dominican Film Festival that that we showed here. And the film, I think, if I'm not mistaken, the film won um, Best Film and other awards in it. We had the same thing happen in Miami and uh, all throughout, um, I, I want to say, a couple of countries in Latin America, also in Europe. But the premiere premiere, the first one at least, was in Dominican Republic. And you said you just finished uh, a couple months ago working on your second film with Andres? Yes, um, Melodrama. Um, it was a phenomenal experience. Like every time I get to collaborate with him, I feel incredibly um, thankful and, and elated to, to say that I, that I, you know, got to, you know, do this again. And the interesting thing is that it also in Melodrama, um, Andres wrote, together with Rey Andujar, who was the original uh, writer for Candela. He wrote the novel for Candela. And they wow. they make gr a great team. Um, and this new project is very different than Candela, including the, the process of filming it was very different. Um, yet there was present, I feel, the same spirit that Andres captures when he, he builds a project 
which is a very, it's a mixture of like, there's a wide eyed quality to like, oh my God, we get to do this, which I think it's, it's wonderful to always keep in mind because it, it, it is a field of a profession that's not necessarily one that opens doors all the time. So when you get to do it, it's like, wow, a celebration, you get to do this. And also he is a very meticulous about everything, about wardrobe, about hair, about um, set, about the acting, about everything. So um, yeah, it, it's definitely, working with him is definitely a joy and, and a learning experience. You can definitely see the meticulous qualities, even just in the lighting in Candela. Again, with the alley, I don't know why I'm like focused on it. I don't know why, it's crazy. But the <laughs> oh, it's flashing from blue to red. And it took me like a couple seconds. And I said, oh, to me, it, it's the light. It's the sign from the bar flashing. <laughs> it is. It's, but it's just, it was like, it was brilliant. Because I... <laughs> I didn't know where we were going in the film. So when you were in the alley, I was like, the next time it flashes, he's going to kill her. She's going to kill him. You know, it's like the, four, <laughs> the fear every time the light. So I can just see like him. And of course, with the whole year long audition process, you can see he's got the vision. He knows exactly how he wants that vision to play out. And I love that he's still excited and like, like you said, wide-eyed, because it can be a very discouraging business. It just, like you said, doors slamming in your face, can't get off the ground, you can't get the, the funding. It's very like, a lot of people give up. They say, forget about it. Or they get into the business and then they get jaded. I, you know, you're here, so you know, like with the, the WGA, the SAG after, you know, uh, the directors as well, they get uh, discouraged and jaded. And they're like, it doesn't even matter what I do. So the fact that he's still excited and still, you want, Andre. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know that it, 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 piggybacking on that, like there is a, in Dominican Republic, we have a, a film bill that we've been, um, that's been active for, I want to say like 15 years now or 13 years. Um, and, and it, it definitely has opened, um, a vehicle for artists like Andres to feel supported and to and to definitely um, explore their their ideas, the, the universes they want to create. I want to say with a little less jadedness because it's it's a very benevolent bill. The way it's it, the way it's set up, um, it, it's it really helps projects that otherwise would never get done get done um so so in that regard i think i feel like everyone that's in that industry in dominican republic is very thankful that we get to use that and 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 keep on growing and putting our projects out there because we we you know it's a better vehicle to get funding than if if we didn't have it for sure i mean i know a lot of to digress for a minute i know a lot of countries aside from the USA have things like that, or they have, you know, the, and in the Canadian film, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. It, wow. You guys really care about your filmmakers. You really want to see their films. Like what's wrong with us? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, but that's really cool that he gets to do that. And uh, you said melodrama. 
we're not going to get into it into it too much i know because we're talking about candela but uh, when can people expect that film well we just finished shooting i i want to say two months ago two months and a half and he's going to start editing now so i want to say let's i mean at least a year will pass till you know i start hearing like oh we might you know premiere here or there like he probably wants to submit it to festivals first and do the festival circuit and all that so i want to say 2024 or 2025 there you go well i mean he's wise to get to go down the festival route because i forget i think the film won like 10 awards or 13 awards something yeah, like that it very well it did very well it did so he's a smart cookie <laughs> very smart <laughs> very smart cookie <laughs> Candela is out now. You can watch it on digital. It came out October 10th, uh, starring you and directed by Andres Farias. Farias? Um, yeah, you have great pronunciation, Farias. <laughs> My dad is from Barcelona, so, uh, <laughs> so it's like, but anyways. But So what's coming up next for you after this, in between this and melodrama? <laughs> well, I, I'm working on a project that I'm producing with my sister. It's called Buena. Um and it's uh we're, it's going to be directed by kevin kittle who's um mostly known for his theater work here in new york but he's going to do his first feature um now he's going to direct it and we're we're trying to we're we're at the work of putting all this together to film it through the bill and it's gonna take the story is uh takes place in new york but we're gonna film the interiors in dominican republic probably at a studio at pine studios in, in dr and then all the exteriors are going to be done here in, in new york city yeah another bit another bit of uh, movie magic that not all the audience <laughs> exactly have you worked with your sister before is this a new venture you know that it, the only time i've worked with my sister before it's funny my sister and I, in real life, were born the same day, um, 11 years apart. So I, years back, I was auditioning for this commercial, um, this um, national life insurance commercial. And um, they asked me, like, tell me a birth story that inspires you. So I told them the story about me and my sister being born the same day as the same day and that it was me that willed it into existence because I wrote for a year and I posted every night that I was going to have a baby sister born the same day as me. Anyway, so long story short, the casting director is like, I need to meet the sister. So they call her in and they cast her. And then they say, I need to meet your mom. And then they, they want to cast my mom, but my mom um, lives in Dominican Republic. So she didn't do it. So we ended up doing this commercial together. And it's the only time we've ever worked together. But we, we loved it. And we're hoping to do more of it now. Well, she can, she can thank you for her introduction to the uh, the acting world. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the, the the love for it, right? Yeah, right. we have a big passion for it. I think that's crazy uh, for people. Like, we're going to go way back. Like, my high school boyfriend, his sister was born on his birthday a year later. And uh -huh. he was, like, pretty crappy birthday present. <laughs> but, uh, you know, my, my ex-sister-in-law had her baby on my birthday. And then, like, I don't know. 15, 17 years later, she had another baby on my birthday. I'm like, oh, what? Wow. No, that's on purpose. That's on purpose. Like, what's the deal? I said, are, are you getting like before, you know, my birthday? <laughs> oh my God. But it's like, yeah, well, 
Happy birthday. You're welcome. That's pretty cool. But that sounds that sounds awesome that you get to finally like I'm guessing work in kind of an, an adult experience now together. Of course, yes. Yes. We're very excited to do this project. We've been working on it for like four years, five years now. Um, and it, it, the storyline is, it, I think it's very pertinent to the times we're living. It's this um, girl that's trying to figure out who she is um, in the middle of like cultural pressure and social media and all the noise that, you know, is happening around and, and how she, she, you know, finds her way into, into her adulthood. Um, and I play her, I, my sister plays that woman girl woman turning into a woman and i play the alter ego of that right well can people follow you on social media or do you have a website i have a website uh but better at on instagram i think it's the thing that i'm more active in um and it's um at sarah with an h at the end j-o-r-g-e-l-e-o-n at sarah jorge leon and that's it well, welcome, Bela. You can watch now, everybody. And Sarah, it's been amazing talking to you. I know Halloween is coming and you got, you know, you got your little one. It, has he decided what he's going to be yet? Well, he's he's obsessed with dinosaurs. He's going to be a T-Rex and his mother is going to be a T-Rex. I'm going to dress up with him. <laughs> so we're both going to be dinosaurs. We're very excited. That is exciting. Are you going to get the inflatable T-Rex? Like... No, yeah. too they, they, they need to be like four years old for it to like fit. So it's like a, like a, like a flannel kind of thing, like, but puffy. It's going to be interesting. I, it's going to be memorable for me, at least. I've never been dressed up as a dinosaur before. So we'll see. You know, maybe Andres will be paying attention and. Maybe, maybe it's my next role. Jurassic Park, part five. I don't know whatever part it's coming. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for, uh, for giving me the time to, to speak to you. And it was a pleasure. Thank you. Absolutely. Everybody go follow her on Instagram and go watch Candela on digital. Have a wonderful night. You too. You too. Bye-bye. This has been an Odd Imagination production. Here at Odd Imagination, you'll find book, film, television, and product reviews, as well as roundtable discussions, current events, and hot topics. We are advocates for equality and the freedom to be who you are, no matter what. Odd Imagination gets its name from autism and imagination, two things that are very important to us. If you would like more information on Odd Imagination and the podcasts that we host on our website, you can visit oddimagination.org, A-U-T-I-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N.org. And pulling me She knows all about the drug I plagiarize all my apologies And they still want enough I know, I know I know that I should let her go But I don't, I don't I don't seem to be in control I ain't blind and I can see I'm killing her